What's up? Welcome to Keepers. So Holly and I are a married couple who went to France in 2019 for the Women's World Cup and fell in love with women's soccer. So when the pandemic hit, we started a fantasy league for the NWSL. This is our podcast. I'm Jared Gilkerson. You can find me at Jared underscore radio, and you can follow the show at Keepers Podcast. And Holly, where can, I, where can everyone find you? Well, currently in Palm Springs, but you can also hit me up at Wild Holly on social. Nice. That's Wild Holly with an E in the middle. With an e. um, welcome, Holly Wild via satellite. That's right. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Welcome to the future. Is this the future? I don't know about that. Kind of feels like the past. Just give me that one. Okay, fine. <laughs> so welcome Thanks. in, everyone. Uh, episode three of Keepers. We are here to break down everything fantasy-wise for the NWSL. We are really knee-deep into the Challenge Cup. Uh, as you know, um, a little uh, lack of drama. Uh, the Portland Thorns have uh, clinched their spot in the championship game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think this Challenge Cup is going to be looked at a little bit more as, you know, keeping everyone, like, you know, where is every team at? I think every team wants to win this thing, but Portland's been so hot, and everyone else in the West, Holly, you know, I know we're going to talk, yeah. talk some news, but everyone else in the West has been a little uninspiring. Yeah, they really have slow starts or no starts. Yeah, like, it's like, you know, in, you know, I know I, I, we're just starting to see these international players, but it's like, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Chicago, no, Houston, no, no. OL rain Wait for them to show up. Yeah, kind of. No, getting there. I've been seeing yet. Anything. And then Kansas city, yeah. I like their fight, but they, I just don't think they have the talent right now yeah, uh, from no. top to bottom, but, um, all right, well, let's get into the news. Lots of signings this week, Holly. Lots of activity. So we've got, we'll just go around here, round robin. Uh, Jimma Bonner, uh, def defense woman from Man City, and she also uh, put in some time with the England national team. Racing Louisville signs Jimma Bonner to a contract, and uh, we've got the Spirit re-signing Sonnet, Bledsoe, and Sullivan for two more years, two more years each. Uh, there's no, they didn't disclose the contract. It's one of my complaints with the league. I, I really hope in the near future they disclose what these players are making. And to round it out, the OL reign with the signings of the week, Sarah Buhadi, goalie from France. You know, she's legendary goalie from France. And Zenifer Marazan, midfielder, Germany. They both play for Lyon. So they're on loan from OL Reign because of the ownership crossover there. And so there were rumors that Buhadi and Marazan were going to sign, but no one was for sure. And now that um, everything is ending overseas, this is a really cool wrinkle. I kind of want to start here. It's kind of cool that you're, I mean, Marazan and Buhadi are really big names. I mean, Marazan's been playing for Germany forever and Buhadi has been playing for France forever and then they both with Lyon forever. So it's what are you? What's your reaction with uh, now the NWSL getting in on some of these uh, overseas stars? Yeah, I mean it's finally nice to see you know some of that happening here this year in the NWSL, and I think it's uh, 
you know, it's something that comes to fruition when when OL Ray became OL Ray. This is kind of the fulfillment of that promise, I think, to have France's national keeper and, and FIFA's reigning best goalkeeper come and play for OL Reign is going to be, you know, so solid for them and really exciting. You know, we've got a lot of exciting goalies in this league, and that's just one more. And then bringing Marazan in there with her really adds some depth to the midfield. You know, she's going to be playing with Rapino and Huerta and Long and Cruz and Ali Watt when she is fully well and it's going to be I think a really it just adds a lot of explosivity and depth to you know and, and also international experience this team it's going to be exciting to watch yeah I like that there's a gap too with like some of the Premier League action and they're starting to wind down and the NWSL is you know just kick-starting so there might here's be here's a question yeah they're arriving in June do you draft them do I, um, that's a good, that's a really good question. Uh, fantasy wise. So I, I, I am definitely taking a, ch- a chance on someone like Buhati, the, the goalkeeper, uh, yeah. just because I just don't know how I, I like Marazon and I think, you know, she's a great scorer and she's a great facilitator, but when you can just plug in a goalie and I'm assuming Buhati is going to just start, it's okay. Guaranteed yeah. starter guarantee one of the best goalies that's played the women's game ever um and played the game in general ever not in the olympics this year yes uh either is germany so they're both there yeah we're so, not losing them yeah so uh, but i really i i like buhati so i i think she immediately goes right up into you know first second third goalkeeper i mean might be the first goalkeeper taken in the draft that's a really good point i didn't even thought about their draft status i mean are you taking them i think the buhati right now I, and we'll I talk mean, she's definitely <laughs> on my top three list uh yeah for sure so and it's gonna be interesting to see how marazon goes in fits in but i don't see her you know she's her skill level is better than most players on that team already so just gonna see how she slots in and I guess rounding out the other ones, my opinion about Jim Bonner coming to racing Louisville is really cool. One, they need, you know, I think they need some more defense there. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it'd be, yeah. And just another, it brings a strong center back, you know, and, and they need international and championship championship experience. They really need some leadership on that team. I think she'll bring that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, and before we talk about the spirit, I love that it's, we saw so many American stars go overseas at the beginning of the pandemic. And it's kind of cool that now we're seeing some European stars and the NWSL to me now is, this is like the, this is like the marks of them turning into a real operating soccer league. You know, when, when you come up, it's like, Oh, we're the NWSL and we have our leagues and we have, we ha- this is our league. Here's our teams. But now you're seeing growth. So you're seeing teams get teams getting added at a rapid rate. And now you're seeing us sign players on loan, sign signing players, you know, all together, people coming from overseas. And it's almost like this give and take where I don't know, you're just you're gonna get a much more international game. And I think that just shows growth uh because it's the game is so young here. And I just mm-hmm. I love, I love it. I love it. And to round it out, yeah. Washington. Washington. I I love how You've got two, you basically have three players who have 
American international experience. I know Bledsoe has, you know, just recently just been on rosters, but Sonnet and Sullivan. So I love that they signed on for two more years. That's just shows that these players are committed to staying in the NWSL and they're name brand players. Yeah. And I think it's good for the spirit as well, you know, individually as a team, because they, you know, they're, they're building and they need to keep their core in order to build on top of that. And they help for that. That helps them keep a solid lineup. Big time. And we, you know, it's, it's a lot of defense they re-signed there, but, and that hasn't been their problem. And they have a lot, they have, they have really good, they have a really good D, which we can get into later, but uh, really exciting. Uh, the next bit of news is the Olympic group selected, yeah. which is so much fun. And it's a familiar foe in there. And we already know when we're playing. So uh, the Tokyo Olympics, the women are in group G and they are with Sweden, New Zealand, and Australia. And we know already our first game in the group is going to be against Sweden on July 21st. New Zealand, July 24th, and Australia, July 27th. Holly, just looking at this yeah. group, what do you think? <laughs> I cringed a little bit when I saw this draw. I got to tell you, Sweden's been the only team that can score on us in you know, in the past two years. And uh, to face them right out the gate at the Olympics is a is a is an exciting draw, but it's a tough draw. It's going to be, you know, arguably one of the best games of the tournament right off the top. I mean, you know, it's not that the other groups are necessarily easier, um, you know, because you've got some pretty tough teams in, in all of these draws, but that's a, you know, that's a really interesting one for us. And then I think, you know, it'll be, I'm really looking forward to watching us play against Australia and New Zealand as well, because they have some exciting players on their, on their team. What do you think? If I'm not mistaken, I believe the last time the Americans lost in the Olympics was to Sweden. So, uh, you know, I think uh, it's, they have such a long history against that team and not to mention, you know, a coach who used to coach the United States and knows a lot of these players and knows the tendencies and adjusted to us. And the last time we played them a few weeks ago, we tied them. Yeah, they they played us very well. You know, they did not let us play our game. They pressured us right from the get. Agreed. It's going to be, and to start off, you're going to know, now I'm not... You know, you say you're cringe and it's, it's, it's a good cringe. You know, it's like a good nerves, you know, it's, it's like, bring it on. Yeah. That's the way I want to think about it is bring it on, but there you go. You're going to know right off the bat. I love that we play them first because if we do struggle, uh, you know where the team is at and you know where you're, you stand in the group. And if you draw with them again, you know what you need against New Zealand and Australia. I love starting off with Sweden. I think it, it. I think whoever made this schedule knows exactly what they were doing. Starting <laughs> starting the tournament off with a bang, and I think you weren't. I still think the last U.S. team you saw against Sweden was Vladko playing with the roster, seeing what fits. And I think when push comes to shove, yes, it'll be a tough match, but I'm supremely confident that they'll get it done against Sweden in game yeah. one and the game is in Tokyo too. So, I mean, it's like, you know, the, it's right. It's the game. Yeah. It's so cool. So I'm yeah. really, I'm really excited for the Olymp- the Olympics. Oh, and one last little nugget. I mean, maybe the best player in the world, Sam Kerr. Exactly. Yeah. So, and 
it, it, things get lost with Sam Kerr in Australia because Australia just struggles in so many other facets, but she's so much fun to watch. And so I just really am excited to see her matched up against, you know, some of the other best players in the world. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of other best players in the world, Holly, uh, the challenge cup looked a little different this week. So we had a ton of stars returning after the international duty and the international window. We are focusing on the U S stars that returned. I mean, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a, like the whole, there's a whole team and more on this list. So, you know, who returned. I mean, the big names, you got Rapino. <laughs> that makes sense because the whole team did return. So yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> there, there is a whole team on this list. Well, yeah, but not everyone's played. <laughs> hey, look, already giving me shit. Even from Palm Springs. This is great. Well, I'm late giving you shit. It's like, we're 13 minutes in. I You're was right. off, I'm off my game a little bit at the beginning here. Okay. So you've got big time stars. You've got Lloyd. Yeah. You've got. Rapino, you've got O'Hara, Sauerbun, Haran, Dunn. I mean, it's so many. There's so many. Yeah. Williams. So after seeing all of these players come back, and this is the bulk of them uh, because it's this Friday now when we're talking, and there's a few more that are going to be coming back next week when they have a few more games. But who stuck out to you? Like, what did you like from these teams looked so different with the stars back? So what did you like? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I've, the more I watched them, the more I liked Gotham FC, but really with, with Midge Purse and Carly Lloyd particularly back, it was so exciting to watch. Such a fun game against Carolina. I mean, Midge Purse was, uh, you know, an assist by Cujo and a goal, and another assist by Monaghan just running over a, a solid courage defense. Was, you know, she's really going to make an impact. Um, definitely on my watch list. And Carly Lloyd always bringing the danger, scored as well. Um, so that was the, the upside. I think a little bit more disappointing. I'm going to have to, uh, this week, I'm officially going to have to give it to you for, for Chicago because I, you know, gnawing through another Red Stars game. <laughs> I, I, I think I have to agree with you. I think I have to agree with you because, you know, even with, you know, Ertz and Nair and, and their Olympic players back, uh, this, this team is just not gelling. And, uh, you know, they're, I don't even want to talk about them anymore because they're not interesting. So, um, Whoa. loving Midge Purse. Sound like Jared Lloyd. now. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I'm. I think I'm on board. I'm, I'm on the Jared train on with the Red Stars here. But the other person I really thought had an impact that would make me, you know, uh, well, I was already pro on her for fantasy, but Rapino, obviously. I mean, it's 33 minutes. Her two shots gave oh i'll the best chances of, of the game that they saw so she's definitely an impact player that's a nice wrinkle i never really even thought about rapino because you know they were just gave her 33 minutes to work um but so she worked she did she did i i'm really excited this you know we were looking at fantasy points wise and just purse and lloyd for gotham 39 points fantasy wise so combined between those two players, three goals, three shots on goal, nine shots total. It's and all those other side players, like you were saying, Anamanu and Monahan and you know a few other players on that team, uh, Cujo. Cujo had a great game. Are all stepping up because of the return of those two players. I mean, it's yeah. 
Gotham, yeah, they, it's, they've it's, really ignited the team. Yeah, and and honestly, even though I don't like the name change, it's so much better than what they had. And <laughs> it's like, okay, here comes yeah, Gotham. Here comes Gotham. We've got Carly Lloyd. We got Midge Purse, and we have all these other pieces that you're going to become familiar with real quick. And they're in first yeah. place in the East. I mean, they took it to Carolina. Now, Carolina is they might have a weak defense this year, and they did, I believe, in the game. I think it was the second half where the coach took out their entire, I think it was their entire back line or, you know, it was something that was an extreme change and it, and, it, and, it, and it helped a little bit, but Carolina's defense is not great, but you kept up with the onslaught of Dabinia and Jess McDonald and Lynn Williams and all that talent on that team. I mean, they were down two to one, you know, after 24 minutes, but then, you know, it tied it right back up and it's, I'm really impressed with Gotham. I think I'm I'm kind of on this Gotham train. So yeah. when it comes to the U.S. stars returning, really interested to see Purse. It was just unbelievable in her footwork, and it was just it was so much fun to watch. And a lot, the bulk of these players playing 90 minutes, Holly. Like, yeah. So it's, it was really cool to see. Hollywood CS could not look more ripped. I mean, of course she's playing 90 minutes. She's in crazy shape. I love Carly Lloyd. I just, she's great. I, I, it, yeah. it's, it's those players playing with a legend like that is, it's just going to bring out the best in that team. And then my other wrinkle, we haven't mentioned Portland and that shot from Lindsay Horan was incredible. That strike so on point. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's just so Horan. She's so powerful. And so she put, so if you don't know, she played all 90 minutes. She scored a goal. She had two shots on goal. She had five shots and she got a yellow card. So that took a little bit off her points. So she ended up fantasy wise, 13 points, which is still a good outing. So if you're looking at a, uh, she played, she's midfielder, but if you're looking at a forward or midfielder and they score in the teens, that's a good outing. Like that's what you're, you're looking for. You're looking for someone to have a few shots on goal, a goal, uh, and a few other shots and some activity. So if you're in the yeah, teens, your point, Horan is, is I mean what we know from last year is that she's very consistent. Like she's probably always going to score, you know, in the teens or twenties. Yeah, points for you every week. She had a few of those games where it was like, oh, just an assist. Because that's the one thing with Portland, though. They have so many people who can contribute. Like remember when Sinclair went off for a while there, and it was Haran wasn't anywhere to be found because Sinclair was taking all the the penalty kicks. And but you you're right in that Haran's always going to do something. So you're, you're not going to walk away from a game that Haran's in and go, wow, she didn't show up. Like, she's going to get her shots. So that's a great point. Like, she's she's great. What about what about Dunn, though? Like, uh, you know, Dunn played a whole game in, in, in midfield with Haran. Yeah. And, I mean, she got two, she got two shots. Portland. I just don't know what she's going to do yet, you know? I don't know how, you know what her role is on the team yet. Is she more of an attacking midfielder? Is she defending? You know, wh where is she going to be at? I'm, I'm on the fence about, about her because, you know, although she's so talented and one of my favorite players in the league, I, you know, I just don't know what she's going to do on this team yet. It's like she hasn't, there's always been that rhetoric with Dunn about whether it's on the national level or the club level where she's not playing where she should be in the position where she should be on the field. You know, we've always heard that she should be up front. And now you're finally going to see it because even with Carolina, she played back. So now, mm -hmm. you're, now you're going to see her midfield and a really talented Portland team whose defense with Klingenberg and Sauerbrunn, you know, it's, it's definitely going to hold it. 
So I would think Dunn's going to play a lot more over the top. So I really want to see what she does in the in the next game for Portland. So even though they've locked up the ones, you know, the one seed and they they're going to be in the championship, I expect them all to just keep playing. Like it doesn't matter. You know, they're all going to be out there, right? Yeah. Okay, great. And my my last nugget, I, I guess Lynn Williams had that kind of game too. Lynn Williams only got one shot for Carolina because it was all Dabinia and Jess McDonald. So you're going to have those games. Because Lynn Williams, I mean, one shot for her in 90 minutes, that's unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a, I mean, for fantasy wise, that's a first round, right? She's in that first round conversation. I think. Yeah. Well, her stock dropped for me a little bit here, just given that. I mean, well, you, wait, well, you know, I'm wait, not hold on, Holly, person. Holly, wait. So her stock dropped just based on this one game or based on who's, you know, the whole, like, what would we talk? Cause the whole team still put up big numbers. So why, why did her stock drop? Well, I mean, you know that I'm, I'm less bullish on Lynn Williams as you, than you are, because I think she takes a lot of shots that she doesn't convert as much as she should. Um, you know, so there's that just in general, but you know, is it, is this, you know, TBD, like, let's look at a couple more games with, with Carolina as a team, because is it, you know, are they so strong with, you know, McDonald back at full power and Dabinia that, you know, she's going to have less opportunity. What's going to, you know, what's going to happen this year. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a really good point. It would always reminds me of, I think in the NWSL, you want to have players that are on, you know, when it comes down to it, like Chicago does zero for us. We've said that in Kansas city besides Rodriguez, <laughs> does really nothing for us. And I'm focusing as a, as a manager of my fantasy team, I'm focusing on players who play for teams who are going to put up shots and put up points. So it's yeah. right now it's, it's all Gotham and it's all courage and it's all Portland. Like those are the three teams and I'm focusing on all of the stars on those three teams and someone else has to impress me somewhere else, or I'm taking all of those players. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to get thrown <laughs> off by Ashley Hatch putting up six shots and not scoring. Um, you know, right, and, and, she's another one that does not convert. No, she doesn't convert. And again, and then there you go. In that game that they played Orlando recently, and my God, Ashlyn Harris, which we'll talk about more later, was on fire in, in goal, but. Washington just can't so awesome. score. They're up there with yeah. Chicago. Like there's just no one's taking control. They can't score. Uh, but on the other side of the ball with Orlando, you saw what now Alex Morgan and Sidney LaRue can do up top. And Alex Morgan with an amazing pass to Sidney LaRue who scored. And then we're talking yeah. about the national team. So Morgan comes back with an assist and a shot on goal and three shots. That's 10 points in fantasy. That's a solid outing, double digits. And so she's going to get hers. What did you think about Orlando? I kind of, I, I kind of dig it. Yeah. I mean, I guess more, more along the lines, Alex Morgan, Morgan. I guess. Yeah. Having Morgan back certainly makes them more exciting for me because now you've got, you know, playmaker, you know, playmaker in the offense as, as well as, you know, Ashton Harris and Gold being on fire. So that's oh a, God. that's a pretty exciting combination. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, some of the other nuggets are just Sauerbrunn. Um, keep an eye on her just because I think Portland's going to shut out a lot of people. So she gets that clean sheet at six points in fantasy. You give, you get six points and a few tackles, you know, a few tackles, one, like, you know, Sauerbrunn's flirting with 10 points at that point. So we got to keep an eye on her and, and uh, I mean, she's got to be considered one of your, uh, 
you know, you're for your number one defense slot that you get because every team gets one defender. Yeah. Yeah. So Holly, we kind of we we did we we've been previewing two teams each week, and this week we're going to take a deep dive into the North Carolina Courage and the Washington Spirit. So we're going to start with Carolina, which we've talked about a little bit already. But to catch everyone yeah. up to speed, uh, last year's Challenge Cup, they went four and zero. They got the number one seed, but then they lost to Portland. Uh, as like Portland, as I, I'm making air quotes, as the eight seed, they probably didn't like that they had the matchup against them right away. Their goal scores were uh, leading goal scorer was Lynn Williams. She had three. I don't need to go through the list. There were four people that all just had one assist. Uh, it's inconsequential there uh, to go over all those names. I, I, you know what, Holly? I think I maybe I will. Jaylene Daniels. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you, I knew you couldn't resist. Okay, I won't. You can't handle it. You got to get in the weeds. On Not doing it. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll help the I'll I'll okay. False 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 series. <laughs> Fall series, they struggled. They went one, one, and two. They finished in fifth place. Dabini had four goals, dominated. The assist leader was Meredith Speck with two. And then now this year, uh, if if you've been watching, they've been one of the most fun teams to watch. If you watch a Carolina game, you know you're gonna get some goal scoring on either side. They're two, one, and one. They're third in the East. I mean, the East is a fight because Gotham's come out and surprised yeah. people. So now you've got Carolina, who a lot of people said, you know, were the best team in this tournament, and they're third in their own uh, division. Their goal scorers yeah. right now are Jess McDonald and Nabinia with two apiece, and assist is uh, Haley Mace and Jess McDonald with two assists. Holly, thoughts on the courage and, you know, fantasy outlook? Yeah, I mean, we were talking about, you know, Lynn Williams as being one of our top picks from last year, and, and is she again this year? But for me, this really... Who, who I'm looking at on this team are Dabini and Jess McDonald. I mean, those are the obvious. Wait, so Jess you know, McDonald, has Jess McDonald, I'm going to give you a hypothetical. Yeah. Okay. Has Jess McDonald jumped? Like if the draft was today, are you drafting Jess McDonald over Lynn Williams? Yeah. Why? Well, for starters, it's more likely that she's going to play the whole season because Lynn Williams may or may not be on the Olympic team. But also, again... When Williams does not convert, she takes a lot of shots. Not a lot of them are good, and I just think that you know Jess McDonald is the the more power player. I think she's going to be there at the finish. Wow, I didn't expect yeah. to hear that. I mean, I know that yeah. I've been higher on on Lynn. Okay, we're all we're, we don't need. There's no debate. Dabinia, that's right. Yeah. That's who I want. I think she put up seven I mean, like if shots. She's, if she's available, then you just you just draft her. That's you know. Yeah. She's she's a first round pick. So what did you, you say? Yes. Dabinia by yeah. far. If she's not off the yeah. board, uh she yeah, you need to be picking her up. Now I think all three uh, it's I would not I think all three should be gone by the second round. I think after your first eight picks, because once again to remind people Four-team league, you do the draft, so it's eight picks for the first two rounds. Uh, I think you're crazy not to think that those three players aren't in your top eight. Now, I know Lynn might have... Lynn's a tough one, because you know, now you've got all... We watched a ton last year, and you were missing all... You know, you didn't have Lloyd, and you didn't have Rapino, and, and you didn't have a lot of these big names. But you did have Haran, and you did have... Rachel Daly, and you had all these other big names, and Lynn Williams, you know, she stayed at the top points-wise 
all year. She was, you know, a force to be reckoned with. And I know I, I just, once again, go back to teams and cur- the courage to me is just, Hey, they're one of the three top goal scoring teams. Uh, I'm, you know, if Lynn, if, if, if you say you like Jess McDonald over Lynn Williams and Lynn Williams falls to me as a late pick in the first round, I'm all over that. Like, I think that's a gift. You know, I would love to be like the fourth pick in the first round and get Lynn Williams, you know, and then on the turn in the second round, cause you have two picks in a row, you go right, you go right into that and you pick, you know, another star like Haran or something. If you, you know, I, I think that's really possible to have those two on your team, but I, I'm, I think I'm still Lynn Williams over Jess. I think interesting why it's i don't you know because you're very pro jess as well i do love jess and i think that i was i was with you about but if really push came to shove and they were both on the board man that's that's just that's really hard i think i do want to see another game with this team because i could easily just see oh jess mcdonald putting up one shot and lynn williams putting up eight you know what i mean like she's going to like you said she loves to put up she's going to put up her shots so I think I still like her and I do think she's going to make the national team. I think we both think she is, which makes this, that pick even tougher. I don't know. You know what, Holly, I'm going to say they're even right now. Can I, can I push? No, <laughs> I can't, you can't push? push. You can't push. Okay. Then I'm going Lynn Williams based off of All health, right. based off of health. I know Jess has had more injuries. And so that makes me a little nervous with a full season. So I'm going Lynn yeah. Williams there. So All right. let's stay in what the, about this? Yeah. What about Spirit? Yeah, let's yeah. stay in the East. So, who are you looking at there? Well, so the catch people up, the Spirit were 2-1-1 one one in the Challenge Cup last year. They were the two seed. They kind of surprised some people, and they but they lost to the uh, Sky Blue, then Sky Blue, on PKs. Uh, so Sky Blue was a seven seed. Uh, the goal leaders were Feist, Hatch, Lavelle, remember that name, and Staub. They all had one assist. Ashley Hash and Ashley Sanchez each had one. Fall series last year, they were two one and one. They finished third. So Washington hung. Like they're they're so weird to read, but uh, yeah, they, they had, just underwhelmed and, me. But they didn't. They weren't bad. No, they weren't. And it was their defense. I mean, they, it was all their D. Because as you can see, their goal scoring leaders, they literally had. It was. I think it's one, two, three. That's five names. Five people had one goal apiece, and 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 so they just don't have an offensive leader. Uh, we're get, we'll get into what Rodman is now because uh, in the Challenge Cup this year, they're fourth in the East. They're one and two, and their goal-scoring leaders are Rodman, Sanchez, and Yokoyama with one apiece, and assist Bailey, Jacobs, and Rodman with one apiece. Holly, where are we at with fantasy? We, we teased it a little bit earlier, but what are you looking at? I mean, we talked about how, how Hatch picked up a lot of shots, but not a lot of goals and so you know she's not she's not I I don't I don't love her game um I think Ashley Sanchez is still not not hitting her stride not reaching her potential so you know my eye here is really on Trinity Rodman but I think that she's you know a later round pick because there's you know she's she can be the offense for the spirit and I think that that front line you know those, those three attackers if they start to gel and they're supported by Yokoyama and Andy Sullivan, then they can really be exciting, but I don't think that they're there yet, and I don't know how long it's going to take them to get there. So I'm looking at drafting Rodman, but you know, I would say that's a later round pick for me. Later rounds meaning, like, is she, you think it's a reach if someone were to get Rodman in the first three rounds? 
Is that a reach? So, you know, top 12 pick? Mm, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would do that. So you're hoping that I would she, say like a fourth, like she's like a fourth yeah, pick for me. You're hoping she falls to you like purely mid rounds, four five. Yeah. Like if yeah. that happens, it's if it's, she's in five, then it's like a like a, a find. So that yeah, would be cool. A great deal. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think she's going to put up numbers, but I I just you know I don't know how much opportunity she's going to have really. I love what she's done to the front line, you know, with yeah. this team because we had we saw that great assist from her, and. I don't. I don't know if she's the most valuable person on this team. I, I think what we saw from someone like Kelly O'Hara this past week, where she scored a goal, she scored a goal, and it was taken back uh, because they said they didn't blow the whistle. Um, yeah. But as if so you're looking for one, do you draft O'Hara? As knowing that, you know this team may or may not get the clean sheet. Do you draft O'Hara? Well, she one of your top, top defenders. If you're thinking top defenders, I'm thinking top eight. Cause if I'm drafting, I probably want to see some people are going to just draft one defender and then not putting anything on their bench. It's just, Certainly. it's, it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. you know, cause people, but it's about what you value too. So, to me, top defender, I'll say, is six. You know, is she a top six defender in the NWSL? Absolutely. But once again, Olympic break, maybe she's someone that doesn't get picked. But if I don't have a defender and everyone else does, I think I go for her because she's one of the defenders who puts up, I mean, she put up three shots and two shots on goal. I mean, that's a lot yeah. for a defender. And Washington's defense is so good, they're going to have clean sheets. So I just don't, and you get six points as a defender for that. So, you know, I don't I don't see many names that are way better than her. And she, you know, she did get two yellow cards, so she got booted <laughs> from the game with a great tackle on uh, Alex Morgan. I don't know if that was a yellow card. Really? I think Morgan jumped over her and just fell. Well, Morgan's That's one of I the thought. best. That's she can sell it, you know. As she sold she's it, she's so good. Yeah, she, she leaped over. I thought she she leapt over O'Hara and then just rolled. That's 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 what it looked like to me. You know what's really cool and fun to watch, especially as a new soccer fan, is you know, as a kid when I watched the NBA, I said to myself, "Man, it would be so cool to see all these players play together." And then they made it happen in the '92 Olympics in the Dream Team. It's the opposite, I think, for a lot of fans in that we got into the national team first. And I think most mm -hmm. people do because the NWSL just wasn't as big. You couldn't find the games, but you could watch these women play we, together. We have like this dream team that, that you know, for years. Yeah. That's so we got the dream yeah. team first. And then we get to see them play for their club teams and go, oh, man, I... I, oh my God, we're going to see O'Hara go right up against Alex Morgan today. And then we yeah. see O'Hara get two yellows and it, it got physical. Sonic got a yellow. I mean, this game, this <laughs> Sonic got a yellow. Okay. <laughs> Sonic got a yellow. Marta got a yellow. Allie Riley got a yellow. Ashlyn Harris, a yellow and Kelly O'Hara, two yellows. Um, this is a really fit. And so you, you go, oh man, we're going to see that, you know, we're going to see, 
you know, we're going to see Nayer, you know, uh, for Chicago, let's say, going and, and, you know, she's going to be taking on shots from the best teams in the league and Carly Lloyd. And we're, it's just going to be so much fun to see yeah. these players go again. And you, and you kind of, you had a year where you missed that. And then in 2019, you had the, you had the world cup, which is a long break. So it's been a few years where I feel like, Oh my God, we've seen these players match up against each other on the pitch. So it, I'm, yeah. I just forgot it, it how fun a that whole is. Other level of excitement. It is so fun. Oh, and you know, it's, it, it, I just love that. Now we've got all these players mixed in with the players who are going to be all, there all year. Cause it just elevates everyone's game. You know, it, it just yeah. elevates everybody. And my, I guess for me to chime in on Washington, I I'm, I'm, I, I'm a, I think I'm a, a bigger supporter of hatch fantasy wise, purely fantasy. This is a fantasy show. Ashley hatch is going to get hers. She's going to put up shots. This past week, I think if I'm That's looking true. at the numbers, she once again sands uh, hatch four shots, two on goal, and it's she's going to get opportunities. And I think Trinity Rodman's talented, and Ashley Sanchez is talented. They're going to get she's going to get more chances. Now she's not the finisher that you want her to be, but she should definitely be rostered. And we were talking about the middle rounds for Rodman. You start getting to the middle rounds that four, five, six area. If Hatch is still there. You gotta take her, cause she's. Uh, you've got it. She's putting up numbers. She. But all of those shots are not not as many points as actually converting. I'm taking Rodman over Hatch in the middle. Oh, well, I'm not saying Rodman. I'm not saying Hatch over Rodman. Now I'm saying okay. I. I think no. I think your best player on this team is Rodman, fa- fantasy wise. But Hatch is right there. Hatch is right there. And then we saw Ashley Sanchez score last week. So those are your three. Those are your three money players right there. And then you've got O'Hara. And Sonnet on D, but O'Hara is the deep. I mean, she gets shots, so she's just so aggressive. So, this team, if you're, we're, we were talking about earlier, we were talking about the the three teams that keep they all score. I'm really intrigued though because this team still put up 20 shots against Orlando. They couldn't score because, well, who was in goal? Ashlyn Harris. Ashlyn <laughs> like, Harris. Like, so I think Washington is right on the cusp. Of, of breaking through as a team who can Ooh, score. Right. They're right there. They just ran into a buzzsaw, uh, but they put up 20 <laughs> shots, 20 shots, Holly, like, come on. So the last thing that we want to talk about is goalies. Cause so Holly and I were watching these games and we're just thinking, okay, well, we have a goalie on our team. We haven't really focused on it. We just saw an unbelievable performance. So if you're looking fantasy-wise, Ashlyn Harris just put up 29 points. We talked about Midge Purse having the best offensive game this week. That was 25 uh-huh. fantasy points. So we just saw a goalie put up 29. She had a clean sheet. She had eight saves and one penalty save, and then a yellow card. So and then the yellow card was just her. She was just buying time at the end of the game and delaying game. So... Without that yellow card, she, we're talking 32 points. Uh, if you look yeah, at, I mean, yeah. So okay, Holly. So okay, let's let's talk about Harris. Like, let's just focus on Harris. One, how incredible was that game? Two, like, two, how how much fantasy impact should we have on this game? And it, it, I think, and we posted on Instagram. I think Ashlyn Harris is playing her way into being a uh, in the in the first three rounds picked. What do you think? Okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and 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 say something that is could be uh, an out there opinion. But I, 
I she could be a first round pick. First because round. If you first round because I mean, like you said, she put up more points than the leading offenses score this week, fantasy wise. And and if you think back to our league in twenty twenty, I mean, really, it was the defenders that were were bringing you twenty thirty points a week, and you know your goalie is going to play every game. They're gonna they're gonna have you know, opportunities every game, whereas your best offensive players may or may not score. So, you know, you're, you have a higher chance of getting consistent points out of, out of some of your defense and, you know, people going on fire like this. I mean, how do you not take them? So you're, you're, you're saying she might be sneaking into the first round. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. Because if you look at the players that are right up there in the top of the first round, you're going to have Dabinia, you're going to have Jess McDonald, you're going to have Lynn Williams, you're going to have Daly, you're going to have Purse, you're going to have I don't I, there's tons of names. I'm, I'm free, but like right. they're, but you're looking at people who are putting up points in the, you know, in the teens and the twenties if they're on fire. But you know, if you're if now I I would say an on the to me the equivalent of this game for an offensive player. You can't get any better than what, what than what um, Ashley Harris just did, except for the yellow card. So let's say she didn't get the yellow card; she got thirty-two points. I think it's pretty even with. I think I think the equivalent of that is a hat trick. I think it's right. it's yeah. three goals, and so right there you're looking at you know you're for forwards, that's twenty-seven points just in goals, and then you're going to have shots guaranteed three shots at thirty. I, I think your your equivalent to this is a little more. I I think this has pushed it. This is like the the absolute best game you can get for a goalie is that 30 point range. I think the absolute best game you can get for an offensive player is like that. I think it's 40. I think it's it's crazy, but it's somewhere in that four, like flirting with 40 and you're not going to see it much. Um, and the thing with goalies that scare me is that for all the games that she has like this, I think your goalies can lose you, will lose you a week. Now, you know, Lindsay Horan scoring eight points, and you being kind of like ah or five, and being and saying ah you know she should have got better than that. That's not going to lose you a game. But Ashlyn Harris giving up two or three goals, which could easily happen when you go up against a buzzsaw like you know the Courage or Gotham. Now, uh, Ashlyn Harris could have a good game, but still give up a few goals. Can we, can we just, what was <laughs> this? Where is, where is this use of the expression buzzsaw coming from? But, <laughs> This is something that is literally in all the years that I've known you've never been in your vocabulary. You used it twice in the last five minutes. I think soccer just brings out the buzzsaw in me. But I don't know what that means. What does that mean, even? Well. I'm usually good at this. I'm usually good at this. So, sorry about that. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I, I, I buzzsaw that I, this, the, the, she's, a, I'm using it again, Holly right. you're ripping on me. This is just, you know, from, from hundreds of miles away, it never fails. I'm get I'm getting so much grief and guff. I, this is a very minimal amount of grief. I know it is. It's very minimal. Um, back to Ashlyn Harris fantasy wise. <laughs> I don't think she's a first rounder goalies. Goalies. I think to me, you need to expect a, a decent week to week for the goalie is you give up a goal. 
and you get a few saves and you're right around that 10, 12 point mark. And you're like, that's what I want. Where do you draft Ashlyn Harris? Where do I draft her? I, I think she's starting to flirt with the first three rounds, but I'm just not using, like we talked about earlier, when you've, when you've got, um, Buhati coming in for the rain. And then you see someone like Abby Smith for Kansas city. She just put up 14 points this past week. She actually had an assist. It was great. If you haven't seen it yet, her assist on Amy Rodriguez's goal was maybe my favorite play of the, the week. So, and she had two saves, but you can't expect, I mean, Ashley Harris, nine saves. You just, I think realistically every week you got to expect, Hey, if I have a good goalie, it's going to be anywhere from two to four saves, maybe five if they are, if they're breaking out. So, yeah, I mean, Adriana Franz is averaging like three saves a game. Yeah, so I think realistically, I think she's Ashley another ha- one that's done by a watch. French, yeah, yeah, plays for a good team. Um, now, yep. do you, now do you want a goalie like? See, that's what balance as a fantasy owner. Do you want a goalie who's gonna defense is a little not as good and they're going to get more chances for saves, but also chances to give up more goals. Or do you want someone who's just on a staunch defense? That's going to get more clean sheets. Yeah. I'd, I'd maybe rather put income on clean sheets. Cause you get that guarantee. You get those guaranteed points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think Ashlyn I think Harris, solid strategy. if you pick Ashlyn Harris in the first round and I get, uh, <laughs> If I get, uh, let's say, uh, let's just throw out a name. I get Midge Purse uh, because of it. Count me in because I don't know if Midge Purse is going to make the national team. <laughs> well, what's this laugh? What is this? Yeah, all right. Wow. I don't. I, I can't read it. I can't read if you uh, if you think that's ridiculous or you're. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. But um, I'm saying it's a fair point. Okay, well, we're getting close to the draft. Our draft is uh, May 14th, everyone, because the season starts May 15th. So uh, get your calendars ready because we are getting close to this draft. And Holly and I are going to, we're very close to our mock draft. I'm excited to do this mock draft. Like, I think that's going to be one of our more fun shows. Absolutely. (laughs) That's it. We're getting out of here. It's getting too late. It's dark already. Uh, when we're, uh, we're, I know it's our, it's dark. We're over this. So, I gotta go watch TV. Yeah, we got we gotta do some important things. I gotta <laughs> I gotta clean the cat litter box, and we gotta watch some television. So uh, until next time, later, everyone. <laughs>